Yep. All right, let's do it. Um, NBA, what do we call this, guys? Is this free agency? Is this pre-draft? What is it? This it's is, the off-season, baby. Off-season, NBA off-season show? This is Wild Wild West. Day NBA. two. Yeah. So we're we're underway. Today was a, today was already pretty pretty bonkers. NBA off-season is always lit, um, but usually you have a little bit of time to digest everything, but this is turbo style. So we had a bunch of things going on today, including really interesting news uh, uh, surrounding Gordon Hayward. A couple of uh, trades already happened and uh, another trade appears to be imminent, which is absolutely going to rock the balance of power in the Eastern Conference and in the entire NBA. Don't, don't say that, John. That's not a good thing. This isn't a good thing. It's a great thing for the entertainment value of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but first off, we're going to talk about a few different things. Um, we want to talk about uh, uh, our sponsor, which is Manscaped, and they're awesome. And you get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Jimmy Season on the upper corner. Garden, yep, Garden twenty at Manscaped.com. So do that uh, right away, and you're going to get a whole bunch of stuff. We'll tell you about get your lawnmower. You know, it's so worth it, guys. A, do it. A lawnmower, the the ball washer. I don't know if that's. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it's called though. <laughs> they got everything it's awesome i think I mean, nick has all of it he won't share a thing yeah. <laughs> is somebody typing i don't know i hear that too no it's, no, not it's, not it's you bobby that's gotta no, be it's you. Not. look at my hands Dude, it, no clicking crazy. and clacking I'm got some, he got a Xanus bomb. I got a transcriptionist, you know, like in the court. Uh, <laughs> so let's start with the news. Um, so the Celtics and Gordon Hayward, they were supposed to. Seriously, what is that? Yo, I had no idea. Dude, what? It's feedback. I think it's from John. John, I think it might be from your outside. I disagree. Do one of us have another window open? No, we're going to keep going. We'll plow through it. Um, right. Gordon Hayward and the Celtics were supposed to have a deadline today at 5. It didn't happen. Um, it got extended. Both sides have that option, uh, and they moved it to Thursday. Now, this is super interesting for a lot of reasons. And number one, I think, means – again, Bobby, we were talking about this before we went on air uh, – that uh, this has to signify that Gordon's not coming back next year. Mm -hmm. uh, because if you look at what this potentially means – if he were to opt in, he would opt in and whatever happens, happens. This is I leave or let's work out some sort of sign and trade. And that exactly. appears to be where we are right now. Is that yeah. what you, is that the vibe you guys are getting, Josue? Yeah, no question. Uh, that's the that's the big uh, sign and trade vibes for sure. Uh, and, and I think the way I look at it is Gordon Hayward is doing the Celtics like big solid right now. I know we heard reports that uh, he's feeling betrayed to a certain extent, but maybe that's exactly what this whole thing is. Maybe Gordon wanted to stay or maybe he wanted to weigh his options and once the Celtics decided that to, to move on from him they sort of asked him to play ball here and maybe that's why he's uh offended whereas most free agents would keep it moving but then again most free agents aren't like Gordon Haywood right this is a unique situation so maybe it's just sort of a, a a way to help him you know help the Celtics help him and find a team that he believes uh, he can right. shine in and thrive in, in a, a certain situation. But, yeah, for sure. I'm picking up those vibes also, John, because if I'm Gordon Hayward in the Celtics, I mean, like, let, let's get a deal done here. You know, if I'm Gordon Hayward also, I'm thinking, what kind of trades are you going to dangle me in? And I'm hoping to have your trust and that you're going to let me okay my next team. Well, I and I want everyone else's thoughts here, but I don't think it's a one way solid here. I think it works both ways. You hit on it, Joe Sway, which is um, this expands the list of teams where where Hayward could go. Before you're looking at Atlanta and what else? Maybe one other uh, with the cap space to just the sign Knicks. him, and the Knicks to sign him out. Right, Knicks. Yeah, you know, and so those options limit it here. You have you you can open it up to a whole bunch of different teams and create a lot of options. There was a report as well that the Celtics um, tried to package Hayward. Uh, this is KOC said this, I believe. They tried to package him in picks for the holiday thing. So the stuff we were talking about earlier in the week, um, it seems like it was real. I mean, that they, they were, they're trying to move around, move picks, try to get in on holiday, who they really liked for whatever reason. We'll get into that more. But just your thoughts on how this Hayward thing breaks here, uh, 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 Bobby. So th that report in particular definitely lends credit to what Josue is saying about this seems to be imminent at the end of the Celtics and Gordon Hayward's relationship. I wouldn't cut off any chance of the two sides coming together entirely, though, because of the fact that 
Hayward's signing options are fairly limited, as we talk about. New opportunities might be coming up with the Heat or other teams because of what might happen with Giannis this weekend. Those teams have been trying to keep cap space open for next summer uh, for the Giannis situation. But as of now, you're still talking about the Hawks. You're still talking about the Knicks and some awful teams that Hayward has as leverage. It's not a great amount of leverage for him to walk away. I've been big on the Hawks all along as a possible destination for him, and they've been interested in Bogdan. Rajan Rondo, they want to spend. They're not being careful with their money right now, and Hayward is still the best option for them. Well, when, um, you're t- when you're a team like Atlanta, almost like you know the same thing with Boston a few years ago, it benefits you to spend because then you have at the very least a tradable asset. Sitting on that money and having it do nothing doesn't really do anything for you. So if you see somebody and they want to sign with you, you by all means go for it. Yeah, so I and he's, think, he'd be a good fit. He'd be I a really good work. fit for them. Yeah. yeah. So the, the point for the Celtics is that they have a significant amount of leverage here and they want to get an appropriate return for Hayward. Because if you're losing Hayward, this team's much worse next year if you don't get the right kind they of They have call. leverage only if Hayward absolutely doesn't want to go to the Hawks or the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, if he does, if that's a fine plan B, they don't have a ton of leverage here. So they got to make it work, which means they might take sense on the dollar. Jimmy, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm a little surprised to see it, I guess, come to this. I don't know, maybe when, you know, based on everything that's happened since the signing, I guess I shouldn't be. Um, but, you know, we got one report that Danny Ainge tried to shop Kemba Walker to every team that would listen. Now we got another one saying, um, you know, he tried to shop Gordon Hayward or, or whatnot. But, um Listen, we talked about it in, in previous videos. If, if Gordon Hayward walks, the Celtics are are sitting there with nothing, right? So it, it's definitely in their best interest to exhaust all options. And I think it it's in Gordon Hayward's best interest too. That's why they're that's why they're both agreeing to this extension of this deadline because yep. it's gonna benefit both of them. You know, you wouldn't get both sides agreeing to this if, if somebody was in the driver's seat, right? So um I, I definitely think that they're working together here to find some sort of long-term and deal. That, and I think it was Keith Smith who said, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, if Gordon Hayward is to be traded, it's going to be a sign and trade, which does open things lot, up because the teams that, are interested. Lots of teams interested. That's the other interesting thing here is like, you've got people lining up for right. Hayward services, which again, to the, to the fans out there, and we've had ton of them in the chat, just get rid of him. I hate him. You know, the, the, it's the so Hayward, ridiculous. The and Hayward honestly, pendulum swings. Listen, He's, I, I like, he's, he's the Celtics Tuca, you know, like he is, you know, and before it was Al, but I mean, it's the love hate <laughs> with Hayward is unreal. This is so ridiculous. And I, I'm so ready to see this come to an end. It's driven me crazy the last two years. The amount, the, of, uh, the amount of vitriol this guy gets. I, I, I like the Celtics, so I don't want this to happen, but it, I, I almost want to see him walk see how the team does without him and nothing in his place and have all the Celtics fans just be in agony. Like, Oh, we didn't, we didn't give Hayward enough credit because this, they rely on this guy quite a bit. Like they're going to need a fairly decent return here. You you said it on our thread. They are, if he walks for nothing, they're no longer a title contender with this team. Or Bobby in particular, why are you making it sound like, like, you know, he's been, I don't know, healthy. Like, that's a big I mean, the yeah. guy hasn't been able to stay the <laughs> Josue, everything steps up a notch, and we saw it in the postseason. In the bubble when you they had it. Back hurt and the Celtics succeeded without him? All right. Okay. Well, the point stands. You still need again appropriate uh, replacement for him. And no, if we're I just talking, I, I get that, but I, I don't think I, I just love how you just overlook how frustrating this whole thing has been for Celtics fans. Like, man, <laughs> this guy, Max Deal, you finally get him. Okay, he's not healthy. Okay, he's another year to get healthy. Okay, finally he's healthy. When the Celtics need him most in the postseason, he's a ghost. I'm sorry. We're still talking about fluke. There's a reason why fans are calling him Glass Hayward. I mean, come on. Let's face it. If a guy gets guy injured every healthy. few weeks, are they flukes anymore? Every few weeks. Fault. There was an injury in November, <laughs> and there was an injury in when When were we doing these? July? He was fighting through a screen, and he broke his friggin' arm. Yeah, My goodness. A year before the Everyone's in quarantine. Everyone is killing. This dude pulls up to Orlando injured, talking about his ankle hurts? Like, dude, what were you doing when everybody was in quarantine? Like, how are you injured and everyone else is, like, better health-wise, especially Kemba, who needed 
those three months. Let's not, let's, not, let's not forget, yeah. this guy stayed in the bubble, fought through the injury two weeks early, helped the Celtics get a win in game five, and then, you know, fizzled up from there. But this guy has shown resiliency for this team, and he's when he's been there, he lifts them to a higher level. And maybe it's a cop-out by Ainge, but I still agree yeah. with him and believe that if this guy is healthy, they're in the NBA Finals last year. I and th- we all think so. Contenders. I believe if, you. Yeah, exactly. Everyone if, believes that, but it's just frustrating at this point. And like, I don't blame Celtics fans. I really don't. So wait, who's to say he's not going to be healthy next year? I mean, there's not any risk with him I'd here. These are all fluke things. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it. Or you know what? Why don't Celtics just put him on ice and then put him out there in March? Maybe it's a time thing. Honestly, I'm not trying to make a joke here. Maybe, you know, 10 months is just a lot for his body at this point. Who knows? It's something, though. It's something to it. Well, this is the issue they're facing here. They have two aging players he- and Hayward. And, or go ahead, Jimmy. We've been talking too much. No, no, I'm on. A, I think I'm on a little delay. So I, yeah, I, I think you're on delay. Uh, but yeah. I was gonna. I at this point, I am. So just go. Yeah, just keep no, going. We're, we're <laughs> waiting for you. Right now. All right. So I was gonna say this is the problem with no, the no, Celtics. No. Let Jimmy go. Oh, all right. <laughs> I really want to hear this. Just here. say it. Just say it, Jimmy. No, I mean I don't. I mean, I don't. I, I honestly don't even know where to pick up where you guys left off. I mean, it was it was a nice spirited debate. I was I was entertained by it. But I mean, I think where Joe Sui is coming from is like the Celtics fans. Some Celtics fans blame Gordon Hayward for his injuries, which I don't think is really that fair. And I think that's where Bobby comes in, exactly. where he's like, listen, like these are quote unquote fluke injuries. Can't really blame Gordon Hayward for this when he is healthy. He's like exactly what this team needs. And then you have like the Joe Sway side saying, when, when, you know, good question, when or if, like this guy's never healthy or is he going to be healthy? We have one year left now on this deal. And if we don't truly believe that he is ever going to be able to put it together, um, you know, when the way that they anticipated when they signed him, then you try to trade him while he still has some value to you because, you know, you go into the season and he gets hurt again, that's it. You know, I mean, that, that's really the end of the Gordon Hayward experiment. And you're standing there with, with the team that you already said isn't good enough to win in the NBA finals without him. So I want to say this to the people who just want to dump him too, or get Turner or get anybody or anything for him. And that's not Joe Sway. Joe Sway understands the need to get a good return here and, you know, push this thing forward. And I'm not totally against trading Hayward. If you get the right returns, if you get the right contracts, this could all make all the sense in the world to push this forward. But if you don't do well here, if you get guys that are worse than Hayward, and yes, Turner's a worse player than Hayward, you're in a much worse spot for the next two years, and those are still your prime contention years with this team. Disagree. And a healthy Hayward still Disagree. gives you the best chance to Disagree. win those next two years. That's not what you're playing for. I keep telling you, that's not what you're playing for. Oh, I disagree, you have John. To take a step back to take. You might have to take one step back to take two steps forward with this team. Okay, Hayward is lost. I believe. I believe he was going to leave, and if he leaves for nothing after this year, you're left with nothing. You have to get something of value, even if it's cents on the dollar. It's actually extremely likely if Danny pulls off a trade that he's going to get significantly less than Hayward. So this notion that you only do it if it works, wrong. Also, the Celtics don't have leverage. Everybody knows they've got to get rid of Hayward or risk losing him for nothing. And they they don't want to make three picks. So Danny is not at all dealing from a position of strength. So when they make this deal, which they ultimately will, they're going to get something less than Hayward and everyone's going to have to live with it. That's a, I think that's a fact. And it's not great. It just is what it is. Well, I think that's why he probably, it's probably why he jumped at the Drew Holiday chance because, you know, he's got these graphics that they they don't need or can't use. They may be more valuable to another team if if he's so lucky. And that's why, yeah, sure, take our our draft picks and take Gordon Hayward. We'll take Drew Holiday, even though he's 30 years old. He's a great two-way player. I think he's so underrated that he might be a little overrated now. I mean, I'm still a little bit lost in terms of what a one-year deal is is getting in return. But if you're Danny Ainge, like John just said, you gotta you gotta get something for him now before, you know, I think every day that goes by, perhaps you're, you're gonna get less and less. Are you uh, are you guys more worried about the Kemba Walker situation than you were about I don't know twenty four hours well, ago? That's another one again. So you know we were on here the other day, Joe Sway, and you know my take was I'm ready to I'm ready to divest of all of my Kemba of Walker shares, and I believe Danny. So you want to trade well. both? 
I believe I believe they've been looking to trade both. I, I really do. Um, and I and now you've got the other uh, story out there that basically uh, they're just shopping. Uh, you know, uh, what you call They're just shopping several teams. Uh, Kemba, to, Kemba, I mean, Kemba around, yeah. the report in the Athletic was what that uh, uh, Danny called everybody. Yeah, you know, tried to. He tried to. He did. That he blows called, my mind. Not good, guys. That's not good. Everybody, and again, nobody knows. A lot of this stuff is smokescreen, misdirection, and this and that. But for somebody to say that, my vibe is, and this is a national yeah. writer. It's not somebody that was fed. This is a guy who talked to a few people, most likely, and was like. Yeah, Danny called me. Danny called me. Like it, the buzz is he's trying to he's trying to shop Kemba. I don't know. Uh, and if that's, that's the good. case, that's yeah. that's not great either because they're trying to get out from under. I think they see what we're worried about these next three years and might be trying to get out from under this thing quick before that value uh, uh, plummets. Here, that could be part of it. I also think you're dealing again from a position of non leverage there. Like if if they see it and everyone else knows it. Like, you're not sneaking that past anybody. They're not going to say, hey, this is the old Kemba Walker you're getting, and then just slide him <laughs> in there through the fence. Don't even give him a physical. But Don't even give him a physical. What do you mean? D- Danny Ainge last week said, guys, he's going to start the season. He just needs to be yeah, Maybe you could do it to the, the Cavaliers. Of the Celtics a few years ago, Bobby. Okay. When you're starved for anyone who might be deemed a star, and if somebody dangles one for you, it was. It was the Kyrie situation. Again, Kyrie's a different story, different player at a different point in his career and a different age. But Danny would have, yeah, 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 yeah. We need stars. We need to get better fast. And he'll do anything to make a deal for a, so, an all-star caliber player. There might be teams out there who are like, friggin' the starting point guard on last year's Eastern Conference all-star team. Yeah, F, F, F yeah, I'll do that. I don't have anything like that right now. So you, you, some people would jump at that chance, you think, or you hope. Plus, also, people will convince themselves or talk themselves into anything. If you want to talk yourself into trading for Kemba because you want a star and you think he can help elevate a lot of people around you and that's a missing piece you need, you'll figure out a way to not care so much about the injuries and the maintenance and this and that. I, I don't think he's totally damaged goods. I just think Danny's like, let's move, you know, uh, let's move right. now. Because, again, I think they're acquiring pieces to make sure that they have a competitive roster with tradable assets and things that they can do to be able to acquire that third star down the line when you're looking but at you, Tatum, Tatum and, Browns, and whatever. You're, the whole point is you're building this entire team you're around. two step back to happen right now. I got you. Yeah. That's what I think. You're building this team around – it, it, I, Jason Tatum might be a top five player and I'm building around him so, and I've got Jalen and I want to attract another one of their pals mm-hmm. in a couple of years they and I got to make sure I can do that. Year. Yeah. The ship sailed on Drew Holiday. Of course, we go back to that deal and the possible Miles Turner deal. And I think of a roster next year that would have looked like Marcus Smart, Tatum, Brown, Turner, and Drew Holiday, a point guard. And I was thinking, that team's so much worse than last year. It, it, it is. And so you, you, you're right, John. Like they might be moving into a position where they can pivot those kind Back of players into another deal, yeah. but you're losing next season all of a sudden. And is that worth it? Because I still it? think. Well, I mean, have we not seen with this roster that when Tatum and Brown are playing at a high level, you can pretty much get to the Eastern Conference Finals regardless of who else is around you? I mean, you're doing it without Kyrie Irving. A That's, set, true, a with oh, Hayward. Disagree, That's true with Hayward. That's true with Hayward, Brown. Yeah. Yeah, you you're know, right, Joe Walker, Especially in those games down the stretch where he, you thought he was out of it, and then all of a sudden, yeah. boom, he drops 14 or whatever in that for, uh, last quarter and, and saves the day. Like, I just think this is a huge blow to the Celtics because if Kimball Walker is not all the way there, like, like to John's point, this is a huge step back. This is a huge step back. You just signed this guy one year ago, and you're telling me in, in a year or two that he won't be remotely who he is now? And then what does that mean for Jason Tatum? This guy is going to, you know, lock in a deal next season. What if he's looking at the looking around, thinking this isn't the same team that that I was playing yeah, for? Yeah, is he going to do a four plus five now instead of that five? I know? mean, this isn't the situation I signed up for. What if he doesn't sign that that extension and uh, his old friend from from Brooklyn calls him up? The two guys are still in contact, Kyrie Irving and, and Tatum. No, like, it's Beal. It's I'm oh worried God. about. It's this Beal. is bad, guys. Oh it's yeah, Beal's Beal, another one. It's Beal. It's Beal. I'm worried about because they yeah. they're Let's pals. They got the Yeah, that could and happen then too. Like, really you're looking around it's like where can we land next if it works that it's in your if you do the heat 
game. You know, if you're Miami and you're Dwayne Wade and you're like, I got space, come over here, hang with me. Miami's pretty cool. Great. You move there. If not, everybody up and goes to LA or goes to Brooklyn, they move together, you know? So you, you need that space. You need that spot to be Boston. We've got the space. I've got a roster around me. You just come in here and a place you can go out to. (laughs) Yeah. You got to have a guy in mind that you got to trade you in two seconds. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. but if, if you do have down. that so there's going to be one or two follow-up moves here because john's right if you do put the assets in place for that next move bring in a third big guy to play with brown and tatum and consolidate this even more uh you do it but you know harden's about to get dealt there's other guys around the league that are pretty locked in like a Beal. the wizards aren't trading Beal under any circumstances here so you gotta have that next move in mind you want to be in position to make it, but you also have to have ideas for what you're going right. to do here. I wonder if there's a guy in the draft, because they're extending this through Thursday, that they have their mindset is Okoro. the next great player. Maybe it's Okoro, <laughs> maybe it's Killian Hayes. But I do find the timing yeah, like interesting me. that they, they kick this to Thursday. So all of a sudden, you could package Hayward and draft picks to move up in the draft. I think that's a much more compelling package than just those three picks. Or maybe Kemba too. I mean, they clearly try to use Kemba to get up money in the top somewhere. ten to get Holiday. You got to take on some That's money. True. Yeah, but if if Hayward if Hayward signed off on this, guys, doesn't doesn't that give you the idea that he's he's in he's in cahoots with this whole thing, right? Whether it's option A, B, or C, he's down for either. He or. has. Yeah, I think just what you have to assume. I mean, are we being naive? Maybe yeah, we're. Are we, are we saying that just him coming back is out the window altogether? That's what I think. You have to assume at this point. It's very clear that I'm going to, I want to see what else I can do. And they said, let's work on sign and trade possibility. If it's opt in, if, if it's opt in, he would have opted in. There's no, there, right, I think exactly. the opt in right, chance right. is I think, over. I think opt in is gone. I guess, yeah. I guess option C, which seems distant, would be theoretically okay. more time for the Celtics and Hayward to work out an extension if that's possible. So uh, maybe. That would be, but it just doesn't seem like it's going that way. It seems like it's, I want to opt out and test the waters. Well, why don't we just sign and trade? We'll get you your money now. You don't have to wait a year on it. That's enticing. You know, you you, you have more destinations. We'll get you signed ahead of time, ship you off to somewhere else, and we're good. Maybe. I don't know. Well, it seemed like around the league that the acquisition price for things was going down a little bit with that Dennis Schroeder deal, uh, with the Chris Paul deal, which I thought, you know, Oklahoma City got a fairly mediocre return for Chris Paul. Then you saw the Covington deal and the holiday deal. Yeah, unreal. So it's like, which way is the acquisition cost going to go this offseason? It all depends on your needs, though, Bobby. Yeah. What position are you in? Milwaukee has to – how many first-round picks is Giannis worth to you? A hundred? You're not just trading for the players. You're trading for Giannis. You know, like, it doesn't matter at that point. And again, I view the Celtics somewhere in that vein with the Tatum thing where we're not there yet. But the Giannis threat is imminent. If you're Milwaukee, you would trade your next 20 first-round picks um, if you knew you could placate him and get him to stay. If he leaves, there's no amount of assets that that, that, that you can make up for. I like what Milwaukee's doing right now, too. That, that team got better. That's um, the other thing I, we have to talk about. Yeah, It's enough to keep Giannis around, for sure. Yeah. You think? You better hope, right? You better hope that's with his blessing. I don't know if he's going to sign that extension, but at least for now, he'll, he'll stay put. So, if you're a Bucks fan, you better hope that he, they, they went to him and said, if we do this, you'll stay, right? And he's like, yeah, cool. Because if they just did this, <laughs> yeah, they're like, good enough. And he's like... It seems I mean, strange. I mean, how is good enough? This is as good as it gets. You know, when right? franchises cripple their future, bend over backwards to placate a star, and he's like, I don't know, Miami's kind of a cool place to live, and <laughs> gone. <laughs> Dude, that's well, the I'm... NBA. The, the one thing I've learned over the last few years is that NBA players are going to do what they want to do. It doesn't really – at the end of the day, I mean, we, we saw – Kyrie Irving go to Brooklyn. We saw Kawhi Leonard go to the Clippers, and that was after he won a damn championship in Toronto. Right. If if Giannis wants to leave the Bucks, leave the Bucks. Drew Holiday on an expiring deal. I'm gonna keep him in Milwaukee. I mean, I hate to say, it, are the books be- are the Bucks better um, this year? Are they are they more championship? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe their hope, maybe Milwaukee's hope is, hey, if we can get to the NBA Finals. Maybe that's enough to get Giannis to stay. You know, if they don't win, maybe it's like unfinished business, something like along those lines. But are they a much better team out of the trade? Yes. Does it mean that Giannis is re-signing there? Hell no. 
Giannis isn't just right. That doesn't mean that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it, it, I'm not saying it's it's hurt their chances, but it certainly hasn't. Right. It's not the end all yeah. be all. Now you see what Milwaukee's doing. You see what Brooklyn did or Brooklyn might do. I mean, Danny Ainge isn't going to just sit on his hands. So I, I'm I'm wondering if that's playing a part in his calling around for to, a guy Jimmy. like Kemba. Yeah, I mean, look, if Kawhi no, Leonard taught us, if Kawhi Leonard taught us anything, it's that uh, winning it in the contract year might actually be a detriment because then it's like, cool, thanks, I'm gonna go hang out yeah, over I, here now. I got my ring, and now you, now you, I got the girl. Hey, for if the Bucks come out of this champions and he leaves, I still think they're feeling pretty good about things because the problem was last year they weren't even close to being a championship team. Now they're at least a little closer to that. Yeah, yeah, but I think Giannis is wired differently, though. I think he gets a taste of the NBA Finals. He will commit. Like, I, I he, for some, you know what? We don't have a lot of Milwaukee fans, so whatever. No, Greeks have, Greeks he have doesn't mind that city. Yeah. He embraces it. He loves it. I think it's a matter of There is, There is a the sense Greeks have honor, Josue, okay? What's up? The Greeks have honor is what we have. <laughs> And you you right. felt exactly. that about Giannis. You have felt that about Giannis for a while now, that yeah. he's a little different, that he's not training with these other guys during the offseason. And, you know, Keith Smith's reporting now that multiple sources in the league have told him that they're expecting Giannis to sign that extension this weekend. So we'll keep an eye on it. I mean, that I'm would just sure. blow everyone away. I don't know. What, what was the line wow. he said? When you, when you see a wall, he goes right through it. He doesn't go the other way. Right, Zins? There you go. That toughness. Yeah. That I like toughness. that. I, 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 love, I love him in Milwaukee. Okay, come on here. We got um, what he said. Anyway, yeah, it's come to there Boston. Were a lot of heart, there were a lot of heartbroken fans in Toronto this week. I'll say that. Well, they're happy to see you, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if they're in the stream that's, or not. That's for Let's sure. move on Wait, to the. Jo- got- Josue wasn't here. Let me say real quick. Josue wasn't at the yeah. last. Wasn't on the last video, but Kemba was a big topic, and I feel like I was. It was you guys against me. You guys were like trade Kemba, trade Kemba. Am I no, wrong with that, Bobby? Me. Were you on? Really? Oh, it's just you. Okay. I mean, Joe. Yeah, Swift, Dennis, I, mean, I know he, yeah, he felt that way during the Eastern Yeah. You told you, I, I, yeah, you're right, Josue. I was saying, I was saying, bench him down the stretch. I thought he was, I thought he was hurting us. I thought he was a detriment. You know, I thought he was, I thought he was not. I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't score, and he was. I thought he was a liability at times. Yeah. Um, let's move on. We got another uh, super interesting thing. I need this. I want to inject this directly into my neck. Like I do not care at all. If this would prevent the Celtics from getting a path to the title, Harden, Durant and Irving has to happen. Okay. And right now the latest report, uh, quote unquote, uh, a verbal agreement in place uh, to send Harden to the net. So it sounds like, again, you know, everyone's talking about Harden. He had his Anthony Davis moment here. He forced his, hand i want to go here and that's it and he was just gonna get his ball and go home if he didn't get it a little it different like, it looks like he's getting it okay and this interesting here uh this dynamic this is i want to watch this for the rest of my life you know i what? think this might be the first time yeah. we'll see two teammates fight each other on the court i think yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah Kyrie. by the way i guarantee publicly Big smiles. This is great. Behind the scenes, he's thinking like, I, I do not <laughs> want this to happen. No, he doesn't want that. KD's you, my friend. He brought yeah. me here. Because <laughs> the Nets, the Nets didn't want the Nets yeah, didn't want Kyrie. They wanted Durant. For people the package right. deal. This is yeah. my plan. You How dare you come I, here. I put this together. Yeah. I conspired. Yeah. yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth, John. This is like. You go to, you, you know, like all of a sudden the kid from the new school comes over and steals your best friend away. And yeah. oh, by the way, they grew up together. They grew yeah. up together and uh, they're, you know, rekindling an old friendship. And you're the, and you, by the way, stuff, you don't all, know. and by the way, hey. you already have a hard time making friends and you're like <laughs> antisocial and all that stuff. So this is not good for you if, if that if that's you. But that's exactly the kind of situation. Listen, there's still one basketball. Last night, if you have, if you have Harden, Durant and Kyrie on the same team. I don't know. I mean, yeah, on paper, you have an all-star team, right? I mean, clearly. But how is that going to work? And how are you – who's getting the ball at the end of games? Who's taking the shot? Who's rolling their eyes? Who's not making the extra pass? Who's pouting? Who's, you know, saying something to the media after after the game? And and listen, Kyrie Irving's already tried to – The answer to those questions, Jimmy, is Kyrie, 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 and Kyrie. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know it's tough, but man, I, I can't wait to watch it. On if it, I, I was gonna say, I think he would be. Why? Why? I was gonna say he would. I think he would be the first one to request a trade. You know, when things went went wrong, like. Hey, in that case, they're still pretty low. This comes, down, this comes down to how good Kevin Durant's going to be. And that was how he always was going to be. If he stinks, that team's not doing anything. If he's great, they're going to work it out. Because Durant who are those players? Hair. Yeah, yeah. Harden, he's been a six-man before. Durant has worked with Steph Curry. So they can work around Irving. The question is whether Irving's good enough, whether he's going to be healthy enough to be in that position. And if he's not... Then they're moving forward with Harden, Durant. That's still good enough. Like they're gonna put Irving in the central situation with this team, and then they're gonna have to find depth around this. This is, I mean, Irving's it, gonna make this work out because he wanted this. Remember, he's the guy questioning the young players. He's yeah. the guy who wanted Jared Allen. This is why here. these Listen, guys are not. This is why these guys are not GMs. Okay, yeah. this is a freaking exactly. nightmare. Oh, they have nothing around them. Game. <laughs> yeah, but even if you get those those pieces, the pieces that you know all the other super teams grab and able to to pull it off, like every you know, like we've seen it so many times again, right? Even if they get that, I just think this isn't a situation where what Durant walked into in, in Golden State, right? That was an established culture already. A, a group, a close knit group that was so close that they reportedly didn't even let yeah. the guy in, even though that he was the best player on that team, right? Uh, They're the LeBron team, right? Like this, this was, were we talking about two guys starting a new culture with their new coach that they handpicked and Steve Nash to create an entire culture, a winning culture, and then bring in someone like James Harden? Like, I, I that's, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a betting man, but, but all I, these guys I don't need think that works out as well. When you compare it to the Lakers or a lot of, a couple other, you know, top notch teams and where they are with their chemistry and how things are going, you know, respective to each, each top team in the East and West. The Lakers. Let have- me let me let me get back to this topic, guys. I got to pay some bills um, first. <laughs> okay, we got we got to pay some bills. We have the uh, Manscaped, our uh, our our sponsor, uh, Garden Report, brought to you by Manscaped. Um, and uh, we're here to remind you to take care of your biggest grooming and hygiene needs from head to toe. The all-in-one Manscaped Performance Package Kit. Uh, so what do you get here? You get the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Uh, you know what that does uh, for your close shave down there. Um, Manscape goes one step further. The weed whacker, ear, nose, and hair trimmer. The performance package also includes the crop preserver. That's deodorant for down, down, down low. There, um, you've got the foot duster for your feet. Uh, you've got Manscaped cologne if you want to smell good everywhere. Nick Gelso bathes in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he really does. Bathes in it. Bathes in it. Bathes in it. In his five hundred square foot apartment. He needs it. Um, yeah. Loves it. He 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 rubs it on his gums. Um, <laughs> on top of everything, it's a we got a shed travel bag, um, and Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs to hold the entire package together. And what do you need to do here? What are you guys laughing at? No, I got to stop reading the comments, man. My bad. Twenty <laughs> percent free shipping with the code Garden Twenty at Manscaped.com. Twenty percent free shipping and free shipping with the code. Uh, garden20 at manscaped.com. The weed whacker. That's correct, Larry Powell. <laughs> that's what had me laughing. Yeah, that's that's what we got there. So, uh, Jimmy, you were on um, – let me get back to you because you were on uh, Harden, uh, the Harden situation there. Well, I, I think the last thing I said was if you're Harden, why, why – I mean, the report is that he turned fifty million, turned down $50 million a year and he wants to go to Brooklyn so that, what, he can – he can listen to Kyrie bitch and moan all, all game. I mean, these guys need the ball. I mean, it worked out in 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 Golden State because of of the, like you said, you know, he's going into established team, and I think their roles were clearly defined. Their style of play fit. If you go to look at the Lakers, those styles of play fit, and I think you've got LeBron James accepting his role, which is still like the alpha male. But I mean, you've got Anthony Davis who knows his role, and then you've got a group of really good role players. You want to go all the way back to the Boston Celtics when that, that big three formed. Those were players in the later stages of their, um, you know, they they were friends. They were friends. I uh, believe it or not, Ray Allen was friends with these guys at one point. But, you know, they they just right off the bat. That's the exception. I, I don't I don't see these three players in Brooklyn with you know their you know line. I, it's just hard for me to see it all working. I think like. How many times have we watched James Harden takes the inbound and goes coast to coast or 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 chalks up a three? I mean, 
is that going to sit well with with Kyrie Irving? Is that going to sit well with Durant, who's open in the corner? I, I mean, I I don't know. Well, you guys saw that you guys saw that 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 tweet I sent you with the NBA 2K. Uh, you know, somebody had somebody assembled a team uh, with uh, Irving. Uh, Durant and Harden at it, and it was basically each guy would get the ball, dribble between their legs 15 times, pass it to another guy who would dribble between his legs 15 <laughs> times, pass it to another guy who would dribble between his legs 15 times, and shoot a step back and test it yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the <laughs> offense there. They're going to feel like they're sharing the ball just by basically, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to dribble for seven seconds. I'm going to give it to you. Now I feel like I touched it right. some. You know, like there's not going to be movement there. It's an isolation ball dominant group of guys. You need role players. You need the ball and need everyone to get that F out of their way. Not that they can't pass. Of course they can. But it's just not what they do. Yeah, the situation the, the situation has some bad signs in it, too. Harden would be going back to Mike D'Antoni, who emboldened that style, who's now, of course, the assistant in Brooklyn, who's actually going to be doing most of the coaching, I'd imagine. Uh, and then, right. you know, like Jimmy said, you don't have role players. So, like, what are they going to put around these three guys to make it all glue and mesh together? Because you know who's swooning about this? Houston. They're going to get you know, five to seven first-round picks. It's going to be another Brooklyn-type It ball. is. And, <laughs> you know, the Nets fans are probably going to be shaking over that after what happened last time. And yeah. Take you're giving our picks. What could possibly happen? Good point. Yeah, and you're giving away <laughs> great players. Like, I mean. Yeah, like, they're taking on another big three. Let's make no mistake. Karis LeVert, Dinwiddie, those are great players. And Jared Allen's their best center. Another mistake. You're so right, John, about these players being the GM there. They bring in DeAndre Jordan for double-figure salary when he's way past his prime. And now he's going to be be their everyday, every-minute center. How's that going to work out? I mean, I like these three players. I love Harden. I love Durant. And Irving can make this work, but man, the pieces around them, the coaching staff, all that stuff concerns it's me. It's gonna be awesome. They, they just want to play like they just want to play like awesome. fun. They want to have a fun fun time out there. Uh, do they do they want to win a championship? Or do they just want to have a fun time with their friends playing? You know, like pickup style basketball. I don't know. What's interesting too is if they're doing these division style schedules this year, the Celtics are gonna be playing Brooklyn more oh. than usual. They're gonna be playing Philly more than usual and Toronto. Toronto, an interesting schedule. We want all the. I want to play Toronto eight times next year. <laughs> I think you might. I think you might see eight games between these I division love teams. That. We Both love show for every single one of well, them. Let's do it. We yeah. love Toronto fans. The, sure. be, the best out there. I, I love so, no, Kyrie Irving. Not, <laughs> not a joke. Awesome fans. Where's Toronto playing next year? I still can't believe they haven't settled. Oh out. yeah, you don't even you don't need a passport. We'll just send you to wherever they're playing. You're good. New go. Jersey, yeah. I love it. Yeah, right. It, whoever wins the season series between the Raptors and Celtics gets Bobby. Okay. <laughs> 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 That's it. You just get Bobby. Okay. I just pictured um, like post game interview, like Tatum going on this and that. Bobby, we got you. Don't worry, man. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move off of this. I'm going to give Bobby Manning his uh, Celtics draft minute. Um, and now we do have Isaac Okoro as a name. And Bobby, you wrote about this both on uh, CLNS Media and Boston Sports Journal. You talked to him. Um, you think this is a guy they could be looking to trade up to try and get? Right now, most mocks have him maybe as high as six, but somewhere in that eight to 10 range. So there's some thought you'd have to trade up to about seven, eight to have a shot to get him there. Um, is this a guy you like if they go up there? Is it worth all the picks and a guy like Hayward if this is the prize coming back or you like some other players too? But just talk about this a little bit. And also anybody listening right now, if you want to ask any questions or throw some comments in, we'll try to get to them in the last 10 minutes here before we wrap it up. Well, Okoro, you talk about your two steps back for steps forward approach. He's that kind of guy. It's going to take some time for his shot to develop, I'd imagine. But he has everything else. I mean, the the physical tools this guy's coming into the league with are pretty rare. He's 225 pounds already. He's got the same physique as Jimmy Butler, Andre Guadal, and Jalen Brown, and he's 19, which is which is stunning. That's like has, hit him. Yeah, I mean, I wrote that in the story. I was like, this guy's only 19. He's only 19. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about him. The interesting thing that's going to happen here as you watch the draft tomorrow is that who who's going to go to the Cavaliers at number five? They like Okoro. They like Obi Toppin. Uh, they like Denny Advija. 
Uh, th there's a lot of ways that they could go there. And I think you could potentially see whoever they don't pick there slide to that number 10, number nine spot that we talked about last week that the Celtics would have a better chance of moving up to. So, you know, I, I'm looking at Kevin O'Connor's mock right now. He still has Killian Hayes, Isaac Okora at nine and 10. I think that's still feasible trade up range for the Celtics, especially now that Phoenix already got Chris Paul and is staying at number 10. I thought last week that Phoenix would need to trade that number 10 pick to get Paul and they have it still. So I don't think it's a huge drawback for Phoenix to jump back to 14 take some assets from the Celtics and uh, maintain themselves because they, uh, they're out of cap space now after this Paul situation. So they need to get some players, some picks, some cheaper contracts back. If you're looking for the Celtics to move up, I think it's going to be that number 10 spot. And uh, the guy's either going to be Isaac Okoro or Killian Hayes, who I know Joe Sway likes too. Those are the two guys in this draft I look at and say could be next great players in this league. Yeah. Uh, Joe Sway, any draft thoughts here? Before we move on, we'll take a couple. No, comments. I mean, probably pretty much nailed it. That that 14th pick. I mean, if, if the Celtics have to, we'll see if he's if he's available. But I mean, I don't know. I, I think the Celtics are going to do their best to trade up, but I just they just don't have the leverage in their favor. It seems like, but maybe maybe one of these teams uh, a hop on it. I mean, the only another team that's an option is the is the Spurs, but you're not doing a whole whole lot of moving up there. You know, they're they're right outside the uh, the top ten. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Jimmy Jimmy loves the draft. Jimmy, we'll let you talk about it a little bit. No, I, I mean, my whole thing is, my whole thing is this, trade as many of these picks as you can. I mean, if, if, if you have to trade into next year's draft to delay it, then, then go for it. I mean, the last thing, listen, we know that the subjects need role players. That was the big knock on them going into the playoffs was what's depth. They had a great starting lineup. And, and even when Kemba wasn't performing well, you still like their chances every game, but they lack the depth. And that is due to some poor some poor drafting over the last few years. But I mean, if you can open up some roster spots for some, for some low money veterans that can actually come in and give you 10, 12 minutes, 15 minutes off the bench, that's what I'm really interested in. EJ I'm Tucker. Not super high on this draft. Oh, um, give I am me a break. All right. Well, it's a piggyback on that, Bobby. Exactly. Bobby Tucker. What are the chances you think the Celtics would actually consider or think about bringing in uh, one of these top point guards? Because this whole Kemba Walker report has had me concerned. So now I'm thinking, is is Danny in a, in the market for a, for a backup point guard, a prospect, or someone that he can plug in right away? Uh, that that's the move if you stay at fourteen, I think. And uh, Hayes could be that lead point guy. I don't know if he's ready for that yet. Um, but there are a number of those point guards available at fourteen. Kira Lewis, R.J. Hampton's a guy that can lead an offense. Uh, so yeah, I think that's the direction they'll go in if they stay at fourteen. Even Tyrese Maxey from Kentucky is kind of a combo guard. They need help there. I don't think Brad Wanamaker is going to be. You don't, back think any, you don't think anyone in the top ten would be better? Like you, you don't. No. <laughs> I, that's a good thing about this draft for the Celtics, I guess, is that those guards are probably going to be there at 14. I don't think any of the best point guards in the draft are going high except LaMelo Ball, and I'm not a huge LaMelo Ball fan. Oh, no, no, no. What could go wrong at 14? Um, let's take a couple of questions. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> 14. You're, it's a lock to get a good player at 14. Um, couple questions here. There's a lot of um, uh, Stephen Adams talk. I don't know about Hayward for Stephen Adams, but um, – uh, That's the only move, Vicar Kemba. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm out on that. <laughs> out. Uh, you know, you know, another one people like a lot. Um, this, I mean, this is one of those. Yeah. What if you took this guy and this guy and this guy <laughs> and and Tice and you and all of these guys for LeBron? Right. But like, <laughs> yeah, because they love yeah. in all caps. He's talking about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. Mitchell Robinson? No, Donovan. Bring him. I'm going to say this. That could get Mitchell Robinson, if, maybe. If, if, it gets, if it gets to the point where Tatum wants to leave or whatever, like you guys just said, oh, what if he wants to meet up with Beal and you have no choice? You have to try to build around Brown. Donovan Mitchell is a guy that it sounds like it looked like him and Brown were very tight in the bubble. So I, I'm Danny Age. I'm pivoting and building around Jalen Brown. I'm bringing in Donovan Mitchell, and that's where I'm going to go with that. But you hope that doesn't come to that point because obviously Jaylen, um, Jason Tatum's a guy that you that you really want to build around. Throwing this out there, Josh. I think um, there was a top. I don't know about the four pick here, but there was a talk about the Bulls being one of the teams that inquired about Kemba Walker. Uh, this would be interesting here. What if you could move up that high for Kemba? 
No. Who scores for the Celtics? Who's who, going to be your who's, point Who's scoring for the Celtics? One so trade Gordon Hayward. You're going to trade Kemba Walker. Trade Kemba Walker. One step backwards, two step forwards. We keep saying it. This this position is too important, John. You were okay? the break of the NBA Finals. They've been blessed to have three pretty good, pretty damn good point guards the last few years. Or last four years. Yeah. How about this one? I don't know. I don't know who this is. Brandon Robinson. Brandon Robinson. Oh, hey, he's from he's from heavy.com. He's one of my people. One of your guys. All right, Joe Sway. You got to answer one of my colleagues, bro. No, I'm just you got to answer to this one, Heavy D. Um, what do you, <laughs> you got? Listen. <laughs> Everybody's got a source right now. No, I, mean, uh, I can't imagine the Celtics well, no, hard. And I, he's, there was he's, he's doing his due diligence. He's, he's monitoring the situation, as they say, right? Remember when he was monitoring Phoenix for Isaiah, monitoring Charlotte for Kemba? You know, I don't this you is, know what I this is an Anthony Davis sort of situation here, okay? He wants to go one place, but the Celtics, again, if they want to get that, something that done, could absolutely throw Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. And all the picks that you have, in addition to futures, if you wanted, for Harden, theoretically. And do you think someone else can match that? I don't. That's the I thing. do I not think it. anyone else can match that. Yeah. Then it's a matter of whether I'll ever watch another freaking game if James Harden is on the Celtics. And the answer is no. <laughs> What's it going to be? What's yeah, it going to be? Why the hell would Harden want to play with nobody? Well, I wouldn't be up to him. It's He's the same Davis thing. Why would Davis want to come here and play with nobody if we didn't? Kyrie, you know, it was the same. He wouldn't, John. That's why yeah. he didn't. Harden signed for more years, so that's the case there. He's not expiring like right. Davis, but I don't like a team of Tatum, Harden, them. Um, really? I hate Even it. if Kimba's too big, up. I don't know how they mesh. I don't think there's enough around them. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. Tatum could be better. We, if all goes according to plan, isn't Tatum supposed to be better than Harden? You got to build. One step backwards, two steps <laughs> forwards. I keep saying it. I think that that's the key this year, guys. I, I, think, I, think, it's, I think it's boiled down to either I John is, is holding on Harden playing at this point. You know what blows my mind? You're Harden. I'm stunned that the 76 What happened the last 24 hours? I, it's bananas. I'm so glad we didn't do this show last night. There's so much stuff happened today. Yeah. Hey, I'm stunned that the 76ers aren't in on Harden. I don't know if anyone else is because that seemed like the perfect destination like for me. They're oddly quiet right You're now. right. That they're makes quiet. sense because Doc gets they're a superstar. Quiet. Yeah, and they break up that stupid big man. You know how the, they have that conversation is going to start, too. Will yeah. you take a hold for <laughs> So let me uh, – th that Chicago situation, the Celtics actually reached out to the Bulls about that and got shut down, it seems like. Uh, so that's kind of the situation there with the Bulls and Kemba. Uh which tells you a little something about what Kemba's value might be right now. Uh, but yeah, that's what KOC said on I'm the radio not, this morning. I'm not playing the, I told you so card. I'm just telling you in the last show that we did, I said, I think they're trying to get out from Kemba and you, you crashed all over me and said, that's you crazy. He's an all-star. And I'm telling you, I believe they're looking everywhere to see. And I think what they're trying to do is to, I well, believe that's what all That's the writing does. on the wall to me here says step back to take a step forward. Let's get younger and build for a couple of years from now into that little window because that's what you need. You need you got to build Golden State. You missed, okay? You misfired a little bit. You got half of it, but you got to keep building it. You can't do it with high-priced talent. You have to get rid of Hayward and Kemba and find a way to get younger and better and hope you have, it's hit. You and, then, and then your formula is this. It's Tatum becomes MVP caliber. Jalen Brown continues at his level and you hit with a third guy somewhere, whether it's acquiring from another team or, or draft pick who is that third stud. That's the only way you get there because you're not going to get it with just this high price talent that they have around them now in their thirties um, at the time when you need I, it. You might have a one year window, but that's it. I agree with that, John, but you got to nail those two trades. Like you, you just can't to. sell low on but those guys. You may guys. not have another option. You can run it back next year. You One still have year. a pretty good shot at winning it all next year with this team, good. I think. Yeah. I, I'm not I, – I mean, you I think you're – You think so, Josue? I'm leaning towards it at this point because you know you're, you're going to get fleeced if you trade 
See, it, yeah, it, I don't it, think you sacrifice a realistic championship season run for a mediocre return. You got to get something here. And listen, you still might have two years with this group if you can sign Hayward to a you know two or three year extension. Doesn't seem likely at this point, but you know, I I think the run it back. I think there's still a case for running it back. I'm with Joe Sway. If everybody, and last last thing I'll say here it, now. Of course, you have misfires. You've got Romeo. You've got the lower half of the draft where Ainge didn't really hit. Think of all. All you got to do is hit. He has absolutely hit in the top five or top top bit of the draft, okay? Jalen was a question mark, and it ended up being absolutely worth it. Uh, Tatum, again, was a risk, giving away the number one pick, and it's mm -hmm. a hit there, okay? Marcus Smart, even at six, it's hard to argue that they could have done a ton better there. I, so, like, I like how he does in top six. Yeah. So, look, if you're looking at that as the track record, and you believe Danny – sees a guy at four that he thinks is a cornerstone building piece at that point i'll go it. all in on in danny i trust on that yeah, one me too and so that's why i would view it as a at this point you put the faith in the man to try to do what he's done before and that's one thing he has been successful at we lost jimmy but um that's one thing he's been successful at i would be willing to see us try it again because you really do need a lottery ticket to hit i think to get to that next level well, we're going to find that out tomorrow. I think that's why they pushed this back to Thursday. You, they have all the flexibility in the world tomorrow now. If they find a destination, the, the hard part's going to be making three things come together. Hayward's desire for the destination, the Celtics' uh, happy return from the other team, and the other team being happy about taking on Hayward. That's a lot of sides to make happy, but now they have the chance to do that tomorrow. Yeah, the uh, and there's another thing about it. There's more. Stuff's flooding into the we almost have to jump up. Ton of interest. I want to tell everybody at home two things, okay? And I have to, we got to, again, pay some bills here. But I want to tell everybody again about the sponsor, uh, which is, let me pull up the graphic here. Manscaped, 20% um, off, uh, free shipping. Garden 20, use the promo code. Thank you, Josue. You've done many reads, many a Manscaped read for us before. I, I want to tell everybody again a programming note, okay? So here's what we're doing tomorrow. NBA draft is tomorrow night. We're going to jump in at around maybe 6 o'clock or so pre-draft. What time's the draft start, Bobby? 7.30. Okay, well, you know what? I take it back. We're probably going to jump on at 7, take you right up to the draft, the beginning of it, 7.30, okay? Then we're going to disappear for a little bit. As soon as something happens, Celtics trade up, any sort of movement, we're going to jump back on and we're going to keep you updated, okay? And we're going to be doing this all night long throughout the draft um, for whatever happens. If we think something's interesting or there's some buzz or there's some movement or the Celtics make a move or they make a pick and a pick where they're supposed to make a pick, we're going to jump up, we're going to talk about it, um, and we'll be doing that all night. At the end of the night, we'll do a wrap-up, we'll bring you Danny Ainge's uh, uh, post-draft press conference. So there's tons of stuff on CLNS Media. So keep it with us um, all day tomorrow. And again, if there's anything that happens during the day, again, obviously we'll keep you updated. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well for all these live shows that we're doing in addition to any sort of updates and videos. We'll have a ton more coming out tonight. Uh, Bobby Manning writing about the draft. He's got a mock draft coming out tomorrow, correct? Yep. First thing in the morning, final First thing one. In the morning, mock draft. We'll see what happens. I, Bobby, I encourage you to put trades in it because that's going to be the juicy stuff. <laughs> but you might have to write this thing like eight times between now and then. That number one, there's a lot of heat about that number one moving. And yeah. I think Minnesota's pushing it hard. Nobody has any clue what's going to happen. It's a really interesting draft. There's a lot of potential pieces moving. A frenetic offseason already underway. So thanks for joining us. Uh, for Jimmy Toscano, who's no longer here. We miss him already. Josue uh, <laughs> Pavano, Heavy.com, Bobby Manning, Celtics Beat, CLNS Media, even some Boston Sports Journal contributions. Oh, the draft story up there right now. So go read it. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for joining.